so we're looking once again this morning at knowing Christ, gaining the Messiah. And what I want us to focus on this morning is once we know him, we need to grow in him. We know him and then we grow. And that is why we have the Holy Spirit living in us. That is, the Holy Spirit is always working together with the Lord to make us become more and more like Jesus. We are being transformed from glory unto glory. We are being conformed to the image of the Son, God's goal, God's plan, and our destiny is that each one of us more and more becomes like Jesus. That needs our cooperation, that needs our obedience, that needs our submission, and that needs our surrender. And if you remember when we were considering Paul last week as he writes these incredible words, he has left behind so many things that uh, were credentials, that were to his credit, that put him in good standing in terms of what being a truly loyal Jew meant in his day. And he counts them all as rubbish. He counts them as dung, as trash. Uh, he's leaving them all behind because he's discovered Jesus. Jesus, who is that pearl of great price. He's willing to lay everything else aside. And uh, once he's discovered Jesus, we see in the verses that follow this passage, he's going to press on to lay hold of everything for that which Jesus laid hold of him. Jesus just didn't lay hold of us to save us. He laid hold of us to make us just like him. He laid hold of us so that his kingdom could come on the earth in greater measure and in greater power uh, than when he was here. Remember that great promise from John, you will do greater things than I. He's laid hold of us for so much, but we have to know him uh, with all our hearts and we have to grow in him if we're to lay hold of all that he's laid hold of us for. One of the things that Paul carried over into that was the great zeal, the great passion that he had as a Pharisee. The Pharisees were zealous for God, but they put so many man-made rules and regulations that were just getting in the way of their relationship with Jesus. Uh, but uh, three things that Paul talks about, to know Christ, to know the power of his resurrection, and to know the fellowship of his sufferings. He uh, says, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. What Paul is realizing that any righteousness of his own is no good. Any way he has of uh, being true to the word of God and fulfilling the law of God, it counts for nothing. It is the righteousness of Christ, the faithfulness of the Messiah 
which puts us in right standing with God. There is nothing we can do in and of ourselves, but it is all about Jesus and all that Jesus has done for us. Our faith in what he does on our behalf is what matters. That is the great doctrine of the justification by faith. Justification, just as if I'd never sinned because of all that Jesus has done for me on the cross. And Paul's great zeal, Paul's great passion is that he would know Christ. And what we're talking about here is not a knowledge of the mind. Otherwise, people like Paul are at such an advantage. Who of us has an intellect like Paul? Uh, if it's all down to how much we can discover as a knowledge base or how much we can cram into our brains about Jesus, then some people are massively disadvantaged and others are at a huge advantage. But thankfully, it's about the pursuit of our hearts, the passion of our hearts to know him and to know him intimately. And uh, we've got to give everything we can to know him more. The power of his resurrection, that is the status that we have in Christ. It's a position. We are in Christ. And if you uh, want to do a really interesting Bible study, you have a look at all the times in the New Testament it talks about us being in Christ. That is the position of every believer. It's all about what he has done for us. Uh, we stand in the right, in right relationship with God because of what Jesus has done for us. Uh, God loves us and he saves us in Christ and he loves us so much that uh, he's not going to leave us the way we are. And that's why the Holy Spirit's poured into our lives and uh, the work of sanctification begins and God begins to build purity and holiness and making us more and more like Jesus, the Messiah, in and through the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, to uh, cooperate with that, to work alongside that, to partner with that, needs, like I've said, our obedience, our submission, our surrender. We need to give ourselves to time in the presence of God. We need to give ourselves to prayer. We need to be those that uh, get into the word of God. Uh, we uh, consume it and it begins to consume us so that we have bibline blood and scripturated skulls so that if you squeeze me, uh, it's Jesus and the word of God that comes out. If I squeeze an orange, it's orange juice that comes out. I've got to give myself to knowing him and knowing him more. And then the fellowship of his sufferings. That's our lives being conformed to his life, our lives being modeled on his life. And that means that in this life, we will experience, we will pass through suffering. We have died with him and been born again in our spirits. And as Jesus tells us over and over again, we need to take up our cross daily and follow after him. All those that follow Jesus uh, will suffer persecution. Uh, the world, the flesh and the devil are arrayed against us, but we have everything in Christ to overcome. And our faith is uh, Jesus is the victor and our faith in him, in our faith in him is the victory. Our, it's our faith that overcomes uh, the world. They overcame him by firstly the blood of the lamb. 
uh, the word of their testimony. You and I need to constantly be telling forth the story of Jesus in our lives and loving not their lives, even unto death. Every one of us is a martyr in spirit. We have died with Christ and been raised again to the power and the glory of God. But for a number of his followers, and we, it's very real in many parts of the world today, it will mean physical uh, persecution. It will mean physical martyrdom. Many, many have lost their lives because of their love and devotion to Jesus. And uh, that might be true for you or for me. So we know him and we are to grow in him. We are to give ourselves uh, our energy, our time, our commitment to go deeper with him. The process of knowing and growing. And in the knowing and growing, if we are truly knowing and we, are, we know Christ and we make him known. That's our mission statement as a church, to know Christ and to make him known. Uh, this is a great quote. Many of you will have heard it. Uh, our hearts are restless until they find their rest in Christ. Knowing Jesus and the power of his resurrection is our defining story. And one of the things in telling that story is break it down into three parts. What was life like before? What was life like when I met Jesus? The joy, the pleasure. And what is life like now? How has life changed because of knowing Jesus? Three simple steps to tell our story. And your story, your testimony is powerful. Every testimony is powerful. It doesn't have to be that we're saved from a uh, desperately uh, bad life for people to take notice. Your story is powerful and can never be denied. Let us have confidence and conviction in the testimony that we give of Jesus' love and light and life in and through our lives. We grow. Uh, we're uh, just as in natural life, we are born again as babes, spiritual babes. And uh, we have to grow uh, through uh, milk and then we have to move on to uh, soft food and then solid food and then on to the meat of the things of God and the meat of the word of God. From the seeds of faith to mature flowering, Christ supplies all we need to grow in grace. We grow together by the strength each person supplies. We, you remember when we studied that wonderful passage in 1 Peter of how he's given everything uh, we need for a life of godliness, uh, but it's uh, how we press into those as we work together with the Holy Spirit. So let us be those that earnestly desire to go deeper and to grow in God. And we go in the power of the Spirit. His love is poured into our hearts and our lives, and it, it is designed to overflow into our community so that everyone may know him. How is God uh, overflowing in and through us to make himself uh, known in these days? And one of the other things I want to think about, think of all those things that Paul had to leave behind. Paul had to have no confidence in those. Are there things you and I need to lead, leave behind, to let go of, 
so that I can grasp hold of Christ more deeply. We need to be ruthless with the things that can hold us back. You see, you and I, we were saved when we met Jesus and came in faith to the foot of the cross. We are being saved at this moment through the sanctifying work of the Spirit in our lives. And we are to be saved on that great day when Jesus returns and we uh, step into God's new creation in all its fullness. When we take hold of our resurrection bodies uh, and have a body just like Jesus and the scriptures tell us, he who endures to the end shall be saved. You know, we can't sit back on our laurels. Uh, the Christian journey is one of movement, of constantly being on the go, of constantly going deeper with Jesus and growing in our intimacy and the depth of our relationship with him, growing in our prayer lives, growing as we uh, not just read the word of God, but as we put it into practice in and through our lives. Uh, when we are saved, the day we are saved is a marvelous day, a happy day. We sing about it, don't we? The greatest day in history. Well, it is our greatest day. And the, the death of Christ on the cross is the climax of uh, all of history. Uh, but it's just the starting point. And uh, either when we leave this earth through death, or when Jesus returns, that's our next point on the journey. That's where we're heading for. And then we will rule and reign with God in his new creation for all eternity. Wow, what a destiny. Wow, what an inheritance. Uh, but we need to be those that are moving with God, knowing him and growing him in greater measure from day unto day. That is what we are called to. That's what we were saved for. And we uh, need to be committed to that in our individual lives. But even more so, we need to be committed to that together. It's not about me. It's all about we. Uh, this knowing and this growing and this going is together. So many verses in the New Testament, over 75 about together. We are called, you see, into an uh, individual relationship with Christ, but we're called into a family, the family of God and the family. Just like you are born physically into a family and a family helps you on your journey through life. So our family, uh, the family of God, help us in the journey with Jesus that we are all on. And God has called each one of us in Christchurch to be a part of that uh, community of believers that is Christchurch. And we are to help one another along, up in our relationship with Jesus, in, in our relationship together, uh, so uh, vertically and horizontally, and uh, then uh, out as we make known uh, the word of God in and through our lives, as we declare and demonstrate the gospel and the kingdom in our town and in our country and right across the world. You know, we can't make it on our own. The Christian life and the Christian journey is not made for individuals to travel alone, but it is made for us to uh, press on together in community. And uh, the uh, whole process 
of the Holy Spirit working in us uh, as individuals and a community. They go together. So you and I can never make it on our own. We know Christ more deeply. We grow in Christ more quickly and more powerfully as we do it in relationship with other believers in the family of God. And I'm so grateful that God has brought me alongside you guys and you guys are strengthening and sharpening my walk with Jesus. You know, we all need one another to do that. And let's thank the Lord that uh, we are there for one another. And let's recommit ourselves to be there for one another, that uh, you might know Jesus more deeply in 2021, that you might grow more quickly in 2021. That is what we're there for, to support one another, to encourage one another, to pray for one another, and to keep lifting one another before the Lord. This is the great uh, purpose for which we have been saved, we are being saved, and we will be saved as we know and grow in Christ our Saviour. So be blessed, be encouraged. I want us to reflect as we listen to this song on video now. Jesus, I need you. Every day I need you. We need Jesus and uh, we need uh, to keep pressing deeper with him. Let us uh, reflect together and then we'll move into a time of prayer. The wonderful thing is that we are never alone in that journey. He goes before us. He goes behind us. He is all around us. We are surrounded from within because of the Holy Spirit who lives within us. And he surrounds us from without. Uh, his angelic guard, his angelic protection and uh, his light to shine on our path. It's so amazing how committed he is. To us and let us be those that are more deeply committed to knowing and growing in him. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we uh, never cease to be amazed and to stand in awe and wonder in all that you do for us. We thank you uh, that Lord God in Heavenly Father, in your love and your grace, you sent Jesus to die in our place. Thank you for saving us. Thank you that you are at work to sanctify us, to make us more and more like Jesus. Father, I pray this day that there would be an acceleration in that process. Father, that there would be a going deeper. Father, that uh, you would uh, really um, take us to that next level. Father, break off all that holds us back and help us to step with lightness and with freedom into all that you have laid hold of us in Jesus Christ. Father, stir up the passion in our hearts, we pray. We want to know you and the power of your resurrection that we, like Paul, might fellowship in your sufferings and be those that attain to the resurrection from the dead. 
Holy Spirit, do such a deep work in each one of us, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you. You have called us into the community of Christchurch. We thank you for each and every one. We pray your peace, your protection, your provision into each of our brothers and sisters at Christchurch lives. Continue, O Lord, to shield us under the shadow of your wings. Continue to lead us by the light of your word. In Jesus' name. And Father, we lift before you our nation of Wales. Will you stir us? Will you revive us? This land, this revival land, will you revive us again, O Lord? Will you turn us back to your word and your ways? Pour out your spirit on this land afresh, O Lord, that people might come to a saving knowledge of Christ. And Father, we lift before you our world. As we look around, we see so much unrest, so much injustice, so much that is contrary to your will and your ways and your word, O Lord. Father, we pray your kingdom come, your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for all you do for us. Amen.